We don't care. I mean, we care about them, but we don't care what they say about the finances. We don't care because that's not our system. We, that is not, that has nothing to do with us. That's what we've been tithers for all these years. Hallelujah. That's what we've been givers for. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, love somebody tonight. In fact, love two people tonight. Thank you to our musicians. I like those songs. I just appreciate, you know, we had really, I just want to say this, we had really good music last week during our special meetings. Thank y'all. I mean, the anointing was there. It was really good. Hallelujah. I really appreciate that. And, um, and, and it just, praise God, it was good. Got us over there. Turn with me to Mark 10. Praise God. Let's turn in the Word tonight. Amen. Praise God. I don't know of any announcements that we have uh, uh, that's before Sunday. Come to church Sunday. That's, that's the, the main thing. And then from Sunday, we'll get you to the next place, okay? Hallelujah. And if you need more than that, you can pick up a bulletin at the back when you're going out. Hallelujah. Praise God. In verse in Mark 10, um, well, let's look at let's start in verse 20. Well, hallelujah. Uh, hallelujah. Let's start in verse 28. It says, Peter began to say unto him, Lo, we have left all and have followed thee. And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, there is no man that hath left or given, you could say house or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake in the gospels but he shall receive an hundredfold now in this time houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and the world and in the world to come eternal life this is talking about our giving and our sowing and sometimes we're called on to give up houses and and sometimes we're called on to even have to give up things like brethren or give up houses even or even brethren or sisters or father. You know, the gospel will cause a separation sometimes between your sisters and your brothers and your mother. But, you know, hallelujah, there's a great reward for people that uh, have to give up sisters and brothers and houses for the sake of the gospel. And that can be two ways. Sometimes it can be just, you know, if a missionary goes to Russia, he's given up a certain amount of family life. Isn't he? Yeah. But also it can be because of the unbelief of your family. Sometimes you have to uh, give uh, up family because they're just not in the kingdom. And that doesn't mean that we don't love them. And that doesn't mean we're never around them. But we do give up a certain level of relationship that we would like to, in, you know, we would like to enjoy and have with them. And maybe we're not able to for, for, for that reason. And so, but then it talks, but it's also, but it's talking about giving. It's talking about uh, lands, giving up lands for his sake. And God, and Jesus said that anybody that gives like that will receive a hundredfold now in this time. And it tells, you know, and whatever we sow, we're going to reap. We know that. Uh, but I just wanted to point out in this that the hundredfold, you know, there's been a lot of controversy in the body of Christ over the hundredfold return. Pastor and I have always believed and taught that that hundredfold there means optimum yield. It doesn't literally mean a hundred times. That sometimes we sow a seed and we don't get a hundred times. But I tell you, if you, you know, if you get double, that's real good, you know, hallelujah. But you know, sometimes it also means more than a hundred times. Because all we have to do is look out into nature and we can see that a hundredfold is very small 
in, if you look into nature, and God was always, Jesus was always using agriculture to compare the kingdom to. But if you plant a one corn seed, you know, how many of you ever planted corn? Me and Pastor have planted corn. You know, they always, it's always purple or pink, you know, if you plant corn seed. But, uh, you know, and it comes back yellow <laughs> or white, yellow or white. But anyway, if you plant one corn seed, then you get many uh, ears of corn. And on those ears is far more than a hundred times that one seed. In fact, don't they say that one ear of corn can have 800 kernels, up to 800 kernels? You know, if the worm don't eat half of it or whatever. And the, we, we get the devourer rebuked for our sake. Hallelujah. And so, uh, so this really is not talking about a hundred times. That would even be to put a limitation on God. To say a hundred times, you know, but people get bit out of shame. Well, you can't expect a hundred times. No, but you, can, you, you can't always get a hundred times. Sometimes you can get more. But what you can do is if you will release your faith, with your seed, and if you will release your faith with your words. Now, if you just aren't, it really, a lot of it depends on words. Because we have to tie this back over to Mark chapter 4, where it says the sower sows the word. And if you are sowing your seed, see, when you sow your seed, you need to attach the word of God that you're believing for to that seed. It's like you need to tie a string on that seed, you know, and on the other end of that string, you need to tie your scripture that you're believing God for. Amen. And then you sow your seed and you stand on that word. And the word says, and it says over there in Mark chapter 4, that as we sow the word, that we get 30, 60, and 100 fold on the word sown. And so it's really important that we put these two principles together because, uh, it real, you know, it works in both realms. It works with the finances and it works with the Word. But it's not enough to just put our seed in the ground and not release faith. And we need to be specific and release our faith for what we're believing for. God wants to bless us. We have already determined that. We could turn to lots of scriptures that talk about that He's given us the power to get wealth, that His covenant might be established in the earth. We know that He's given us, uh, that He delights in the prosperity of His servants. Amen. Uh, we know that, uh, that those that be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. We know that says that over in, uh, where was that? Anyway. It says it. Hallelujah. That was in Galatians. Hallelujah. And uh, so we could just go to Scripture after Scripture and prove that God wants us to prosper. But and, and so I don't think anybody in here is not convinced that God wants us to prosper because the kingdom of God needs us to prosper. Because we're called to finance the kingdom of God in Tuscaloosa County. I was reading today over in Matthew where it said, and I just was so quickened by this, where it said uh, um, um, the disciples were out and Jesus had had a big meeting out on in the countryside, a big, huge meeting, thousands out there. And, uh, <clears throat> and Jesus said, uh, you know, they're hungry and, and, and everything. And the disciples said, do you want us to send them to town that they may go buy themselves something to eat? And, and Jesus said, no, you feed them. You feed them. And God has not, you know, God's not, sometimes we, if we don't prosper, we have to go, we have to say things like that to the lost. And we have to say, now you go to church and get yourself saved. Instead of no, you feed them. 
Or we have to say, they, or if they don't have food to eat and they don't have clothes for their children, we have to say, well, yeah, now you get a job or, or you know, I think you can apply for welfare down at this office, you know, and maybe you could get on WIC because you got so many kids. And, um, and, and Jesus said, no, you feed them. But we have to be prosperous in order to feed them. And God gave us the system by where we could prosper. Amen. And so he wants us to believe to prosper and he wants us to believe to prosper, not just to prosper for ourselves, because he said, although that's good, too. He wants you to have, you know, he wants you to have a nice house and um, and drive something good. Hallelujah. Because it because because it's a testimony of his covenant. Hallelujah. I mean, when we drive up to church and it's, you know, the car and it and when you put uh, uh, you turn it off and a big puff of smoke comes out the back. Well, people will go. People don't look at that and say, wow, what's going on there? Hallelujah. But when they drive up and say, man, those people, you know, not only do they have the they're, they're something they're glowing, they're glowing. And Lord, and, and, and you know, and look what they're driving. Woo. Look what they're driving. Glory to God. I know it got quiet in here when I said that, but hallelujah. Praise God. Well, you know, even if, let me reason with you this way. If you won't believe that, if you invited me to church and you was driving a clunker, now I wouldn't want to ride with you. But I never rode in some cars and I would like, yeah, I want to ride in that. Hallelujah. Ooh, that's that that's 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 that sounds fun. Let's go ride in that. Carter was excited because he had ridden in a limousine. Hallelujah. Well, we might just get us one, mightn't we? <laughs> Hallelujah. The Colin says that someday he's just gonna hire me a driver. He doesn't like how I drive, so <laughs> Hallelujah. When he gets rich, he's gonna hire me a driver. You know, kind of like in driving Miss Daisy, you know. I miss Debbie, and, and they're going to drive me around in my, <laughs> hallelujah. Driving Miss Debbie, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. So if you want to apply for that job, well, uh, you, may, you may start turning in your uh, resumes now. Hallelujah. But no, we need to prosper. And so we need to attach the Word of God to whatever we're believing for. Amen. And we need one of the things we need to believe for is more seed to sow. The Bible says He gives seed to the sower. Hallelujah. We need to believe that we are, that we have money to give to the kingdom of God. That we, uh, we abound in, in every good work. That's something we can attach to our seat. And then we can attach other things too. So let's give tonight and let's give in faith. And I want you to tonight to attach something to your seed. Now I took this verse, Mark 10, 29, and I got a house out of it. I did. I used that very verse and I got a house out of it. And uh, the way I, when Pastor and I was pastoring in West Texas, the first house that we had in Seminole, Texas, well, of course, we had left, we left a house in Seagraves that we really liked, and the payment was $122 a month. We left, uh, yeah, yeah, tell me, uh, tell me. Uh, yeah, three-bedroom, two-bath, brick house, and uh, we left $122 a month payment and to obey God and went to Seminole and bought a house in the Payment on the house, because that was when it was 18% interest. I don't remember what the interest was on that house, but it was atrocious. But it was, seven, and we were led by the Spirit, $742 a month we went to. <laughs> Hallelujah. And, it, it, and, and the church was paying us uh, $500 a week before taxes, and that was before, and that was fighting them to get that. 
fighting two old heads that were, that were there when we took over. And so <laughs> it was a faith venture. And that's one reason, why did God lead you to that house? So we'd have to use our faith. Because, you know, it's real easy. He led us there so we'd have to use our faith because when you have to use your faith, you do. And when you use your faith, you develop your faith. And so that's why he did it. Because it forced us to use our faith and believe God to just make it every month. Hallelujah. But then he called on us after we'd lived there a few years, I don't know, two or three. But then the church was in a place where, man, this thing is, this boat is sinking and it is sinking fast. And so the Lord said, okay, I want you to sell that house. And we had all this equity in it because we'd put $30,000 uh, that we'd made on our last house. We'd put that in that house plus the equity we had gained. Not much at 18% interest. But uh, anyway, but values had increased some. And so we, we put that equity in that, in that we, we said, okay, we'll give our house up. Now, we had just added a new office onto it and had just closed in the sunroom and put a hot tub, Jennifer. I hadn't had a hot tub since, hallelujah. But we had a closed-in sunroom with a hot tub, just had done that, and the Lord said, now I want, you to, I want you to sell this house and I want you to give all that equity and keep this church afloat. And so we did, and we was glad to do it. I mean, you know. It was, you know, it, you know, it was to our best interest that the church stay afloat. Hallelujah. And so uh, we did that. But, you know, so we grabbed onto this verse, or I did especially, even more than pastor, I grabbed onto this verse. And so I said, okay, I'm getting my Mark 10, 29 house. Hallelujah. And, you know, I did. Hallelujah. And I didn't get the hot tub, but I got a bigger puddle of water than a hot tub. Amen? Hallelujah. See, that's good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and run. that's multiplied. I got a puddle of water about five, six times bigger than that hot tub was. Hallelujah. But you, you, you do need to attach your faith onto this. And attach your faith onto your seed every time. Hallelujah. And speak over it. And, and you know, I would just walk around several times a day. I would just think, you know, and I wasn't looking for any particular house. And I wasn't, you know, in a hurry. But I would just several times a day said, thank you, Lord, for my Mark 10, 29 house. And then I'd read the scripture out loud to myself and, oh, thank you, Lord. Now, we gave up lands, Lord. We even gave a farm up. You know, we left our farm behind. And so I'm still expecting big, big harvest on that. Hallelujah. And you know, you've, you may not have given a house and you may not have given a land, although some of you did. Some of you, I know Myron Leanne, they left a house in Seminole and then they left a house in Trustville just to come here. They didn't give it away, but it doesn't necessarily have to be that you gave the whole thing away. Hallelujah. But we give ourselves to the gospel. When you give yourself to obey and when you give the finances, I'm not, I'm sorry I'm taking so long, but I'm just excited. Hallelujah. But attach your faith to it or you know you won't, you know what, if you don't attach your faith on it, you won't get nothing. Because I don't care, I don't care if you give this church $5 million, if you don't attach your faith to it, you won't get a harvest. Hallelujah. But if you'll, because, you know, if you'll attach your faith to it, because that's, it's, it's faith that does it. Amen. And, of course, obedience, of course. There's, there's several criteria. Praise God. You're not going to get a swimming pool sewing a nickel. But you can sew a nickel and get $5 and sew it and get 25 You know, and you can get where you can, you can sow the right seed 
to get the right harvest. Amen. So let's believe God tonight, whatever you're believing for. Father, we come before you with tithes and offerings, seed to sow. And Lord, we're believing you for, uh, uh, we're believing you big. Father, we believe that Tuscaloosa County needs a big harvest because there's a big job. Oh, and so Father, we thank you for giving, multiplying seed back to us. We thank you, Father God, for prospering us. We thank you, Father God, for, oh, hallelujah, for blessings. We thank you for uh, surprises. We thank you for gifts and checks in the mail. Oh, Father God, we get into this system of the kingdom of God, seeking first your kingdom, sowing into the kingdom. And Lord, not sowing according to lack and not sowing according to fear, but sowing according to faith. And oh, hallelujah. And Lord, we have our eye on the kingdom of God and all the riches and glory that you have. And we thank you, Father, for that transfer now into every life in this church that they come to church Sunday with a greater seed to sow. In fact, this church, they're increasing in seed sowing all the time. In the name of Jesus, we give you all the glory. Amen, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Ooh, praise God. Y'all are such a blessing. Such a blessing. Miss Jean Harless, I just, just was imprinted sitting there listening to her. The Lord just broke in on my thinking and just reminded me that you are still in transition and that, that uh, there has been a sweet aroma before the Lord because of your life and your work and that you have not even effectively asked Him to bless you for what you have sown and what you've given up. And as she was ministering that whole hundredfold where it says, no man hath who had not given up. But He reminded me, and I'm telling you, that it would do Him good and the kingdom good for you to release your faith on the life you've sown. That you wouldn't even give it humbly in the sense of, and it's right to be humble about it, but that you would assign a value and a worth to your life and say, Lord, I had a life like anyone else and I've sown it. Now, Lord, I'm, the greatest harvest I could have would be to have my life multiplied back in this day. And he reminded me, and I'm just sitting here just listening and just minding my own deal, and all this came into my heart. And uh, there is things that are, at, you're at the threshold, you're at the door of things opening wide for you. And it's already, now my, my witness was, it's already begun, and, uh, but not near finished. You have a supernatural life. Anybody else in here have a supernatural life? Got a supernatural, Charles, you got a supernatural life back there? I thought that was the one, amen? Well, we are, we're a supernatural people. And we're gonna talk about that tonight, but we're gonna let our children go. They wanna do something more fun than this. So we appreciate Children's Church on Wednesday. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, amen, amen. Well, you know, the, the, the most challenging service for a pastor is the service after you've had a great speaker. You know, just following that and wanting to stay in the flow. And, you know, for quite some time, I've told Debbie, I said, I want to wear my boots to church. And, you know, and so I was like, well, you know, it's not time. And then doggone David Dixon came in here and wore his. He didn't, 
he broke through for me, and I, you know, I just showed up in him tonight. She looked at me tonight and said, that's interesting, hallelujah. But see how tall I am tonight? How, I just feel tall. The air's a little thinner up here. I may breathe a little longer, a little harder to get enough, you know, because it is. Praise God. I went years when we first went to the ministry. Did not even own house shoes, did not own tennis shoes, certainly didn't own street shoes. Only had boots. Had my black boots, had my silver boots, had my, you know, had boots. And, uh, but you know, it makes no difference. It's just, you know, you don't have to be a cowboy. I don't even like horses in the sense of riding them, and I sure don't go to rodeos. So it's not even, you know, that sort of thing. It's just fun. Father, thank you for the word tonight. Lord, we're leaning not to our understanding, but in all our ways, we're acknowledging you. That's why we're here tonight. If anything, Lord, this people has refused to come to church out of some duty and out of some routine. We have come hungry. and We are putting a pull on the anointing. Holy One, we rely and depend on you for survival. That realm that you have caused us to rise up to demands a constant feeding, a constant flow, a constant river into our lives. We are high maintenance, O oh Lord, in the realm of life that it requires you at every step. So Lord, we thank you tonight for helping us. We tell our soul, bless the Lord. And lean not, lean not, understanding. Thank you, Lord, tonight for keys to the kingdom for our life. This service will be very profitable to each one of us because of that. And we thank you, Lord, for it in advance. By faith, it's done. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, I've got some things tonight I want to share with you. Turn in your Bible with me to Matthew chapter 28.